What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pines Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is the leadness, Dr. Nagel, Mega Constructs, and Zero Burn 75. How y'all doing tonight? And welcome just, back, Leadness. Yeah, I'm just amazed that you're not dead. Corona. Able to prove that he did, he does still exist. I'm not die. Maybe. Unless they just replace me with someone that sounds similar. Mm, could be. All you South Africans sound the same. <laughs> That's. Is that racist? Because he's. Well, no, he's African American. It's white. It's, mm-hmm. it's racist. Yeah. There's been an error joining a session. Guys, good news. GTA is as stable as ever. Huzzah! Yeah, it will take forever that, and a day our, to load into. That's our news for the week. GTA is still a broke ass game. <laughs> yeah. It's the original <clears throat> game you bitch about loading screens that never got complained about. I'm pretty sure by the end of the podcast, we'll all get to. Convene in the right place. Yeah, uh, by the time we wrap it up, maybe when we get to the uh, the roundtable discussion. Yeah. Wait, wait. Do we have any time constraints tonight that we can completely shatter? Uh, I have yeah, some time we'll, constraints. We'll <laughs> go with fifteen minutes so you guys can blow it out of the water and feel good about yourself. Nice. Yes. Doc. <laughs> what? Don't drag me into this. You're up. <laughs> Oh, I don't have the time. No, that was a bit. God damn it! I, I, I'm not your fucking dancing seal. I don't, I don't exist to impress you, Zero. Are you sure? No. At <laughs> <laughs> the start. Uh, what? I, in all seriousness, I don't have the topic list brought up in front of me, so. I'm just gonna beat up this valet and pretend like I'm, uh, yeah, pretend like I'm, uh, doing my job uh, here. Sony postpones their bullshit and Madden 21 event is also delayed, and apparently Oops. the page is not found on Twitter. What did Sony postpone? So, other things that people don't care about? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> like, what did Sony postpone, and why is that so, funny to me? Sony uh, postponed the, the launch yeah. announcement of PlayStation 5, uh, and they said that uh, something along the lines of now is the time for more important voices to be heard. And then uh, that was this morning around uh, 10 a.m., and then this, earlier this afternoon, they released a series of statements on Twitter uh, that were basically, like, you know, in solidarity with the black community and, you know, reaffirming their support uh, for equality and whatnot. Uh, so they've canceled that event. And then uh, Madden, uh, EA has done the same thing with Madden, announcing that they're postponing their big uh, Madden 21 event. Yeah, so. I actually got a notification from Microsoft about an event that... Uh... Uh, I was supposed to be joining tomorrow that's been postponed until the 23rd with the same reasoning. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's, my turn for the wheel. Unofficial <laughs> uh, Mario 64 PC port now has mods and Nintendo is sending out cease and desist. Gee, 
Go figure. Honestly, I you know, I know before we move on, it's Witless. kind of, kind of difficult for uh it's kind of difficult for me to pay attention to gaming news right now because yeah, there's there's a lot of serious real-world shit happening at the moment. It's a little difficult to retreat into escapism these days. So, mm-hmm. I'll I'll that's the most serious that I'll be in this entire podcast. And now we can go back to talking about Linus's thighs. Or Mario. It's the yeah. same thing. It's all What's the that? same thing. But we were doing that again. So, never mind. I, I don't even want to know what Princess Peach is then. But yeah, so there's a, a PC port of Wait, Mario. About my thoughts again? Uh, didn't you mean <laughs> what, who is in Princess Peach, not what Princess Peach is in? Uh, well, if Mario is his thighs and Mario's after, always going after Princess Peach. Mario's <laughs> always going after Princess Peach in the same way that the guy at the bar is always going after the hot chick. You know that she's leaving with the bouncer, though, which in this case is Bowser. Princess Peach gets slammed by Bowser. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> I thought Peach was a thing for Bum, and that connects it to my thighs. That's, you know. Which is fine, too. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. Oh, I think... get, get in the car. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But, uh, what, else, what else is on that list? I don't know. Nintendo just hates everything. No offense, but... I kind of saw that one coming from a mile away. Um, Satisfactory is finally coming to the X. Oh, no, we can move on. No, 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 go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Satisfactory is coming to Steam early access on June 8th. Um, This was, I believe, an Epic exclusive for. Was it a whole year? It's a a pretty interesting looking game, Matt, actually. I wasn't expecting it to be on the topic list, but yeah, I, I've watched a few videos of it. It looks pretty cool. I mean, it got an amazing amount of buzz, uh, supremely popular, and uh, it is it, it, like got really big on uh, Twitch, and a lot of streamers were playing it. Yeah, and, uh, looks quite yeah, fun. It's, it's could be getting pretty big, coming to a new audience. Who doesn't want to build factories? <laughs> well, actually, uh, Mario. Let's, let's Mario Who wants to build factories? Honestly, I see a lot of in that game of what Doc and I ended up putting thousands of hours into Space Engineers. I was going to say the same thing. It reminds me a lot of Space Engineers for factories. Pretty much. Um, it, which is funny because that was sort of my favorite part of the uh, played space engineers. Doc was really excellent at the uh, aesthetic work and just making amazing, huge, beautiful ships. I put most of my work into making like factories and refinery setups and you know uh, complicated uh, logic setups like that. And uh, it seems like this we... game is given more of both. It's just going to say that's how we ended up with uh, giant spaceships that looked good and had amazing engines. Well, that was the time we also made a Borg cube. We also made a Borg cube because we got tired of the game's bullshit, so we made a giant cube. That's so funny. 
That cube like wrecked everything, by the way. <laughs> it was easily the strongest and most durable like attack ship that we've ever made. That's true. Yes, it did. Wait. Yeah, Doc, yeah. you just left. By the way, you guys have fun because Grand Theft Auto V ex exited unexpectedly. Please click retry below to enter the game again, or click safe mode to launch the game with reduced <laughs> graphics settings. If you continue oh, to no. have problems playing the game, please contact Rockstar Games at customer service at https//support.rockstargames.com, which I think I'll go ahead and do. And, oh my god, this guy just threw me out of his fucking car that I just stole from him. What the hell, dude? And you someone that I've been stolen from? <laughs> the nerve! Sorry. It's okay, I'm with the car behind you. Oh, you're taking a different car? Alright. There's too many cops. So, I guess we could stay on that whole Epic Games thing. Uh, so, uh, this whole free games end up selling better after the giveaways, says Tim Sweeney. Uh, this is a GameSpot article. Um... It's interesting if that's true. Yeah. I mean, um, he goes on to even say that, like, giving away a free game makes uh, increases sales for other games in that genre, even. I mean, I can see why. If you get a free game, something as good a caliber as what they're giving away, that could definitely lead you on to buy the DLC. I mean, especially for Civ Six. Oh my if god! Yeah, using, I'm. Once if I they're using that as as an as a as like a, a a basis of their article, then I can totally see that people that bought uh, got it for free would buy us from the DLC because it was on sale and it's it's a fucking good game. Have you lost the cops yet, Lee? No. Right. I just, <laughs> he never loses them because he keeps on shooting people as he drives. This is true. Actually, um, who is Omega? Who's the guy? There's a YouTube channel that you turned me on to a while ago. It's a guy who uh, breaks games for fun. Grind that game. No, it's not grind that game. Oh, spiffing um, bread. No, it was. I'll look it up for you, but yeah, his whole channel is him just abusing mechanics in video games in the most absurd ways possible. He takes any game uh, and just figures out how to do the most absurd things with it. Uh, and the channel, it, channel is called Let's Game It Out. That's it. Yep, Let's Game It Out. Um, and Let's Game It Out did he did a whole series of videos on Satisfactory, so if you're looking at this game, or if you like factory building games or shit like that, um, take a look at Satisfactory, and then go check out uh, Let's Game It Out on YouTube, because he built some absolutely amazing shit, game-breaking shit in, in this, and it's hilarious what he, what he managed to do. Yeah. Especially well, he, he, also exper built some he experiments with the train, and he tries to get the train to go as far beneath the map as humanly possible, and he actually figures out that at a certain point, you start despawning, and the game just kills you because you're so far underground. You're <laughs> but not he figured out how to make the train the travel through that area. But you can still make the train travel through that area, that's correct. Like It was an absurd uh, series that he did. I think, because uh, we were talking about Civ, I think he also did some videos on Civ, because that's another game that is imminently rife for breaking uh, wide open with some of the mechanics in there. 
I don't think Leetness brought up Spiffy Brit. I don't think that it was Spiffy Brit. It may have actually been him that did this, but uh, yeah, there are some Civ Six exploits that have been in the game since launch. They have not been fixed to this day. Yeah. So if you know what some of them are and you go into a multiplayer session and you're playing as, for example, Russia, you can completely bend the game uh, over and have your way with it. Uh, yeah, I know Russia is one of the. Yeah, Russia's one of the biggest uh, abusers. Yeah, Spiffing Brit does a ton of of Civ Six uh, like live broken exploits in the game that are basically just like completely game breaking that make you significantly more powerful than anybody not- else, and and it's completely like legal. You can do it in. In, uh, in an online game, and it wouldn't be considered, you know, yeah, cheating. And, and so here's the thing: in in accordance with uh, GSTOS, uh, we're not talking yeah. about cheats here. The, we're calling them exploits, but what they really are are game mechanics that are really extremely poorly thought out. Yeah, these are just broken games. Like, and it's, yeah, uh, both Spiffy uh, Brit and this other channel, let's game it out. They're pretty much devoted to. Uh, oh, this asshole! <laughs> they're related to this asshole. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're both devoted to finding these sort of broken moment or broken mechanics in games and just abusing the hell out of them. And it is so much fun to see them do it. I killed I'm amazed. Them. I'm amazed more of it hasn't been patched. I oh, know that's the thing. It's like some of them are such terrible mechanics. That you can just like double stack resources or science, and eventually have such an, a, a crazy amount of science or faith that you can just buy your way to victory. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I started a new civilization at eight o'clock this morning. Played for an hour and a half before I had to be into work. Um, had over ten k in faith in an hour and a half. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's, you start to realize it's right. broken when you're getting 10k faith a turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you start to realize the game is broken. <laughs> anyway, so satisfactory. Yeah, so if you're into like, <laughs> those sort of like, uh, construction builder games, check it out. It'll be on Steam in June. Sometime in June. Yeah. Otherwise, it's still on Epic. Uh, new Raspberry Pi 4 with 8 gigs of RAM and a 64-bit OS. I wish that uh, people could actually see this on the podcast. Oh, wait, they totally can. <laughs> What's that? Just give me a second here. It's the new Raspberry Pi, but it's naked without a shell. So, uh, naked Raspberry Pi. Mmm. Yummy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, it looks like it's a pretty huge step from its predecessor. Yeah, yeah this isn't super, uh, super right there on gaming, but it's, it's kind of cool to see it. I mean, uh, it's the first time they've had 8 gigs of RAM built into it. Uh, And because of that, they've now upgraded the OS to be a 64-bit OS. So it's just... 
don't know. It's just a, another cool example of the development of computer technology over time. There's also uh, more Vulcan news coming real soon, according to... Uh, yeah. Which is interesting, because that's always good to see more things taking advantage of Vulcan. Um, Basically, this thing yeah. is the size of a credit card. <laughs> yeah, right? It's uh, fucking tiny. It's amazing. Yeah, it is tiny. And the uh, the thing that is really cool about it, at least for me, I can read off some of the specs here. Um, it's the size of a credit card. It's got a quad-core Cortex uh, ARMv8 processor at 1.5 gigahertz. It's got 8 gigs of SD RAM. Uh, it's got built-in uh, AC, wireless, and Bluetooth, gigabyte internet. It's got two USB 3.0 ports and two USB 2.0 ports. It's got the standard uh, GPIO header, which apparently is fully backwards compatible with previous ports. It's got two micro HDMI ports, uh, two-lane MIPI DSi ports, and a MIPI CSi camera port. Uh, four, four pole stereo audio. Yeah, blah blah. That's fine. All that's good. Um, yeah, it, I mean, just the processor, the RAM, the gig, the USB ports, the micro HDMI ports, and the the MIPI ports are I, this this thing's like hot shit. Sounds pretty cool. It's fucking tiny, and it's a really it's a good computer. It's not going to run GTA 5, but it's still pretty fucking good. Yeah, right? All the fun stuff we can do with that that we're not allowed to talk about on this podcast. All the porn that could be downloaded using this. <laughs> yes. Does not have a built-in SSD. That's the only disappointment, but the SSD is actually probably larger. Your standard Samsung SSD is going to be larger than this board. It did have two USB 3.0 ports, so you could technically hook up an SSD through that, and yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it would absolutely. be double the size. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I mean, I did. Uh, I know a while back, um, Baby Boy was um, got a gaming laptop, and he got Xbox Game Pass, and he didn't know if you could download Windows 10 store games onto a ssd and run them offline i have since tested this uh theory and you can in fact install windows 10 store games onto an external ssd drive and play them offline but i'm sure that will require sign in after a certain amount of time it's probably tokenized uh well it's you have to sign into the game while you're online so in and you have to make sure your PC is set to be your one offline PC for Windows 10. Um, and that's the only way you can actually play the games offline. Um, but yeah, you you have to basically touch base every once in a while with internet um, to keep playing offline. Yeah, I would assume it's got some sort of token thing for you to be able to check in at least once a month, uh, once a week or something. Yeah, I mean, I own the games that I, I've installed. I should mention, I do not have the Xbox Game Pass, so this totally 
I guess, kind of different. I own the games. Um, so I'm just installing games that I already own, not that I'm renting through a Game Pass. Yeah, I've got so the game. Be I've been playing a ton of the of the Game Pass. Well, yeah, tried out several games on the Game Pass. It's, it's cool. I, I like it. Uh, what games have you been checking out? Outer Worlds, Gears Tactics, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh... Oh, oh, how is the one Gears game that I won't own? Gears Tactics, yeah, how is it? I, uh, it's it's like a mixture between Gears and XCOM. I was going to ask, how is it in comparison to XCOM? I'd say XCOM's story, for me, is more in- interesting. Um, the gameplay on Gears is, Tactics is way cool. I like that. I mean, it's very Gears, but I just I don't like the Gears story so much. For me, it's just not... My kind of story. Three hurrah, get fucking wrecked, sort of. Uh, In I don't five. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not my, not my, not my jam, really. But um, the XCOM is more my jam because of the aliens and shit like that. But um, did you check out the, the gameplay? The gameplay is really nice on on Gears Tactics. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's actually better than XCOM. I like the 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 way that they've done it a little bit better. You know, you you feel like more of a badass than that. I think. Hmm. I suppose I think I suppose you're supposed to be a badass as a Gears guy. That kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah. the whole idea behind XCOM is that you're not that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, you play are a human facing this like alien force, uh, yeah. evil alien force coming in. So you're supposed to be weak and whatnot. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the dis- difference, I guess. I like the the feeling of mowing down tons of aliens and shit. It, it, it's pretty good, and overall the strategy is quite nice. I liked it, um, but yeah, the story for me, XCOM's better story wise. I just didn't really get engaged in the Gears Tactics storyline, mm-hmm. but I played I played a good bit of it before I decided eh, it's not not for me. Storyline got repetitive in that sense. Thing I always found hilarious about Gears, just generally throughout all the entire games, it's not physically possible for the protagonist (laughs) to do the thing where he reaches behind his head with one arm and then reaches up behind his back with the other arm and grabs the two hands. He can't fucking do that. Because his <laughs> his muscles are so enormous and his shoulders are so broad. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Back in the day. Not when they like slam nah. into the wall. It moves the whole wall like they're a fucking freight train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> or the fact that their boots probably weigh like two hundred and fifty pounds a piece. Oh. Here weighs like. <laughs> Yeah, the your uh, the the main the main dude there whose name I can't remember right now for the life of me. Marcus please. Phoenix. Marcus. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Phoenix. probably weighs about as much as um, what kind of car? Probably a PT Cruiser. He probably weighs about as much as a PT Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that would make them shake walls when they run into them. I mean. Oh yeah. 
I believe I believe peachy cruisers are notorious for running head on into walls, and those walls do shake. Yep, and then the peachy cruiser is hauled off on a bed. Yep. Chrysler ingenuity, every. Exactly. Yeah, li lifespan for one of those cars is about six months. Hey, what hey, what I mean, you can't blame it all on Chrysler here. I mean, some of it was idiots behind the wheel. Really? No, I mean, most of it was Chrysler. No, 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 no. But what I what I blame on Chrysler is that they started off trying to make a car, and then uh, <laughs> they did an emissions test and were like, "Fuck, this is not a car. We have to sell it as a light truck." <laughs> it's a minivan. It's I mean, a, it's went from a car to a minivan. It's not. Oh my god! It's not a fucking minivan. <laughs> oh my god! It's sarcasm, man. Minivans sarcasm. have more dignity. I mean, factual state or soccer moms uh, wouldn't draft. This is true. I mean, hell, the uh, the Pacifica is technically a minivan, and I don't think I would consider that a minivan either. Probably I mean, not. me, a minivan has to have sliding doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's gonna. Yeah, it has to have the one sliding door part. At anyway, least sorry. one. I mean, nowadays it's more, but I mean, at least one sliding door. It has to have that, otherwise, it is not a minivan. Doesn't qualify. It doesn't have the creepy factor. You need to be able to black out the windows and write free candy on the side of it. And if it looks like a, a legitimate creepy car, then it's a minivan. But sorry, we got off onto a tangent. Back to the Raspberry Pi. Close this off. The reason that this one is such a big deal is because it has a 64-bit operating system, which you might have guessed when I said 8 gigs of RAM. The 32-bit systems can't utilize uh, 8 gigs of RAM in applications. So it's a 64-gigabyte operating system Raspberry Pi coming to a store near you. It actually sounds cool if I could figure out a use for one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is something that I would get for Christmas or a birthday, and I'd just be like, oh, this is so fucking cool. What the hell do I do with it? <laughs> People use it as like a, either use it for setting up a network, uh, like a home network, or you could use them as a media center as well. You could rig up a coffee making uh, sex toy that basically once you've done it makes you some coffee oh son of a bitch okay so the new raspberry pi here will come with uh, h265 uh 4k with 60 frame per second decode uh, capability and so, yeah, you, could, direction. you could definitely use this as a a pretty high-end media center yeah there are plenty of uh, resources online where you know, communities online where people teach you all about how to set all that up. And, uh, you know, you can oh, I know exactly what I would do. a hard drive to it, and then <laughs> you can put whatever you want on it. Well, yeah, that's if you have TVs and shit, and you aren't yeah. just watching everything on your computer. Uh, that is the Raspberry Pi. So what's next here? Yeah. Paradox Games opening a new Grand Strategy Studio. Yeah, not really sure what that's about. Um, Grand Strategy. Probably, probably something that I would be more interested in. Yeah, Grand Strategy Games. I'm guessing that's something kind of like RTS games. Mentions. Uh, pretty pretty close. Europa. 
Yeah, it would be if anyone's ever played Europa, um, or we're we're talking on the same scale as as Civ Six, basically, or Civ Five. Um, extremely large open map, grand strategy means that you're in charge of nations instead of individuals, and uh, you have a world to dominate. So yeah, that's interesting. The the one thing that I will say about Paradox, I do, I like city skylines. I like it as a game. I like it as a city builder. I like that it no. has completely bonkers mod support. I thought that uh, RimWorld was going to be the game that I put the most mods onto. No, not even close. Uh, city skylines, over a thousand mods easily. And assets. So, yeah, Paradox definitely has that going for them. But Paradox is fucking DLC happy out the ass. And their DLC is not like four ninety nine here or a dollar ninety nine there. It's fifteen dollars, <laughs> twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Um, nice. and that's not to say all their DLC is like that. They do have cheaper DLC. They've been releasing cheaper DLC for Prison Architect because they took over the Prison Architect game. If anybody played that back in the day, and they're releasing DLC for it now, and it's you know two, three, four, five, seven dollars. Damn, I didn't uh, know they were making uh, new content for that. They are. Yeah, there's, so there's I gotta stuff be honest, to do. I gotta be honest, after RimWorld, I can't... I can't go to Prison Architect. Prison Architect is easier for me to abuse. It's a, it's a smaller system, and uh, not nearly as limitless as RimWorld allows you to be. But within the confines of the system that they have built... It is amazing the things that you can find to abuse that system. So, For me, the problem is that aesthetically, it looks and feels so much like RimWorld that does, I try yeah. to do things that I can do in RimWorld and I can't, and I realize I have no idea how to play this game. <laughs> I mean, I spent some time figuring out how to play the game. I went through the campaign. This was years ago. And then uh, the notorious story of Thunderdome begins where well, I was just like, okay, well, I figured played, out how to play this, and I don't like it, so I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's well, you how played that before born. you played RimWorld, and I, I went out the other direction. I played RimWorld, and then uh, you uh, told me about Prison Architects, and I told you RimWorld was based off Prison Architects, loosely, at least. Uh, and then I started playing Prison Architects, and that's what I was like. It, it just it doesn't work for me for some reason. The games are too similar. The I'll say that the base game of Prison Architect has a lot more uh, utility and architectural planning than RimWorld does. RimWorld, you can just sort of build as you go. You don't actually need electricity or... Uh, no, that's pretty much the only utility that you have in RimWorld, isn't it? On the vanilla game, is electricity, because you don't have plumbing. Yeah. Well, also what it is is that uh, there is no super micro in... Prison architect, is there? There's no like. Yes, I'm going to tell yes, this person is. to do exactly this thing, and he's going to go do it uh, right now. Okay, yeah. There's no. There is limited direct instruction for pawns. That is true. But you, in terms of you assign them, you assign them a job, but you can't like like in RimWorld, you can select a pawn and like right click on a job and be like, go do this right now, and they do it. Whereas if I remember correctly, in prison architect, you assign somebody to the job, and then they do it at their leisure based on the AI's determination. 
I might be remembering this incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure that you can command guards. Like, prisoners, no. You, you have to assign general policy to prisoners, and they will obey it. Uh, but your staff, I think you can order around. Like, you can tell, you know, take out your shotguns, go to this point. If somebody tries to cross you, murder them. I think okay. that's how that works. But, again, it's probably been four years. Three, four years since I played Prison Architect. Speaking of strategy games and kind of segue into something else. Uh, so, GOG Summer Sale is going on, and I know you guys have glowing reviews about uh, Frostpunk. Uh, Game of the Year Edition is on a sale for 32 bucks. Um, Worth it. Along with a whole bunch of other games, too. Uh, the Dishonored series has shown up um, there. You can get the complete collection. Um, there's actually been quite a few titles that have showed up lately on the store that I didn't see before, um, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, the Dishonored series, you can get the entire series for 24 bucks. No Man's Sky, you can pick up for thirty bucks. Pass on that. <laughs> you don't need No Man's Sky. Nobody, you don't need to play No Man's Sky. That's me being bitter, but it's also me being like, no, it's billed as a multiplayer game. Still, it isn't. How much was that? How much was it on sale? Thirty bucks. Thirty. Thirty bucks. There's um, a parachute here. I'd say, I'd say it's worth it for twenty bucks. I'd say it's worth it for free. Uh, I, fifteen twenty bucks. I could agree. I can agree with it being worth that. Yeah, uh, I had I had a good uh, like five hours of entertainment in that. Just... Yeah, No Man's Sky is just another one of those games that is so much potential that is just improperly realized and. It's it's forever going to be one of those games that I'll always look back on and think about how good it could have been. As multiplayer space sim, it could have been so damn good. Um, another game is Outward. Um, it's on sale for sixteen bucks. It's an open world RPG, um, co-op, up to four people. Uh, it's actually not bad. Pretty sure it's an indie title. Why did they give you a parachute here if there's nowhere awesome to base jump from? Uh, Metro Exodus is also now um, on GOG and it's on sale for 55% off, which is a pretty good deal. Um, oh, w- the Wolfenstein games were the other ones, and the two both games are $9. No kidding. Yep. That yeah, it was like uh, is that oh if 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 one of you guys gets uh the Wolfenstein one with the where it's like you almost mandatorily have to play two player, yeah, I'll play, way. yeah, because it's free <laughs> on. We can be girls. Yeah, it's free on um, on on Xbox Game Pass. The uh the new Wolfenstein game. Uh, wow! What the fuck? I was I, I followed it when it uh, when it came out, and we talked about it on the podcast. It was uh, it was a big deal when it came out at the time for the reasons we've already covered. It's a good game, like it's got really good reviews, and yeah. the gameplay in it, so the co-op gameplay in it is solid. 
Well, uh, if you get it. Cameo? The only reason yeah. I installed it is because uh, I don't have anyone to play it with. By the way, Linus, you've got 24 hours in No Man's Sky, which is way more than I was expecting you to have. Yeah. I played quite a bit of it. I actually enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. It, it was a fun game for me. I don't know why. No, I agree. I've it was fun. It was just the same. It was just missing too much other stuff. See, I, I was playing solo, so I, I mean, I most of the time play solo in those kinds of games because um, I don't have the dedication to uh, sit and play that for hours and build stuff. Uh, for like an hour every now and then. My game is bugged. Can you kill me? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't sink enough uh, continuous hours into it, but um, I got relatively far on it, I guess. I bought some pretty cool ships. I mean, well, I bought some pretty cool ships just since then. I'm running up with the cops to come attack you, Lightness. They're all up here. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess there isn't much else. I don't really have a round table either. I've been slacking. I enjoyed camping this weekend, so I didn't do much nice. shit. Did you make a fire? I didn't. My dad did, and I enjoyed the fire. Did you enjoy watching it? Did it make you feel manly? Yep. Man-like fire. Did. Then I uh, went and passed out reading a Robert Ludlum novel. Nice and pe peaceful. Nice. Had a nice ride up there on the motorcycle. That's good. Yeah. It was a good camp. weekend. Alright, time to make our escape, leave this. Okay. <laughs> That's how they left the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Linus has actually been playing Darkest Dungeon. Yes. So finally got around to that. He hasn't made it, I don't think you've made it to the, uh, the PvP, the brand new PvP, uh, DLC that was released last week. No, but um, I said to Omega, I'll give it a try and tell him what it's like. <laughs> so uh, you played quite a bit of Darkest Dungeon. I can't think of uh, something I would like to do less in that game than play PvP. Though I will say I am somewhat curious as to how it works. Because in Darkest Dungeon, uh, it's, it's basically a turn-based uh, RPG modeled kind of after D&D. Uh, &D. Uh, but it is a brutal game. Like it is a hard game. Your players will die. Like your characters will die repeatedly. It's fucking brutal. You'll invest a lot of time in building up a character, deck them out with great items, and they'll kick a lot of ass, and then they'll die. So, uh, and you lose the items, and that's just like part of the game. That it's happened over and over. I wonder how it's gonna work in. Uh, PvP, like, do you get items? Do you lose items? Do you, if you lose, do you take people's items if you beat them? How does all that shit work? <laughs> I'm so guessing... A lot of questions that Lito will have to jump in next week and tell us all about. 
I mean, I'm sure I could answer those questions by checking it out myself, but I'd rather not. How did I spawn? Oh. I got killed by the cops. I spawned back in with a star still. <laughs> How did that happen recently, too, actually? The mystery of GTA. Fine. Yes, yes, wonderful Fine. mysteries. Um, I guess the only other gaming stuff I have is uh, the Division 2 has another PTS for title update 10, which has some more AI changes coming to it. Um, I think some more exotics are coming to um, a couple gear sets. Um, oh, I will sure. say they did, they did send out a hotfix um, in the last couple of weeks that have seemed to fix most of my complaints with the game that I had. Um, it's actually enjoyable again, so that's good. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to download the PTS, but I'm definitely waiting for title update 10 to see what changes it brings. And uh, there's just been faint whispers and confirmed rumors, but apparently Underground 2.0 is actually happening, but it's not going to be like Underground. Apparently it might be like a skyscraper that you got to clear floors as you go up. Um, it's interesting. It'd be nice to have some more PVE content to do. <laughs> you aiming for that food pole? Of course he was. I'm not in game, by the way, so I have no fucking clue. No, you're, but Gobi, you're right. I mean, why okay. wouldn't you be? Right. I mean, GTA logic. It's, that's what I was going at. You want to use? Nobody's got anything else. We're going to go kill shit in GTA. So. Um, I like. Uh, we all know what you like. Save it for the post show. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us. And uh, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Penis, penis. Penis, penis. <laughs> Zero. Penis. Pinwa? Yeah, yeah. Pinwa. Pinwa. And uh, yeah, we need to find some <laughs> variety of cheese that rhymes with penis. That should be the round table next week. Oh god, how did you manage this? <laughs> I don't even know. We should probably stop recording. <laughs>